0: Hello, this is episode 399 of Crash, the UK science fiction, fantasy and horror podcast recorded on Monday the 9th of August 2021 at 004403 This is a slightly different podcast than usual Usually on Monday I'll record a general geek show about everything geekly that I've been doing during the week. This time, it's different. I'm doing an emergency review of The Green Knight, starring Dev Patel. The reason I'm doing this is that there is another podcast that I listen to, The Filmcast, who have said that they will be reviewing this film, and their podcast comes out on Tuesday. My podcast is so small, and I have so few listeners, that if I wait until Tuesday, the number of listeners I get will rapidly decline. Although I don't really have that many listeners in any case. I will say, if you are another podcast, particularly a large film podcast, and you say ahead of time that you are reviewing a film that I also plan to review. Those are usually in the realm of science fiction, fantasy and horror. If you don't want me to get there first, don't announce what you're about to be reviewing. (laughs) No offence, guys. I need the listeners. The Green Knight is a new film just released, 2021, by a chap called David Lowry of whom I know little. I should warn you before I start that there are going to be some spoilers. It's not going to be extensive, but I'm going to spoil this somewhat, otherwise I can't really do a credible job of reviewing it. Needless to say, if you don't want the film spoiled for you before seeing it, then maybe skip this episode and then come back to it later. Okay, I've done... My little warning, and now we shall begin. In the Green Knight, Dev Patel is a rash young squire. In this version of the story, he is Morgana, or Morgan Le Fay's son, the sorceress sister of King Arthur, which does not bode well. We open after a heavy christmas eve session of drinking and carousing with gawain and his floozy the day after christmas day he rushes to king arthur's court where a huge mysterious and monstrous warrior turns up and challenges any of the knights to trade blows with him The terrifying warrior says that whoever accepts his challenge shall in one year hence be returned the hit and part friends. Gawain, being the young and arrogant nutter that he is, decides instead of just wounding the fellow to lop off his head. Because what could go wrong? By the way, my research into this strange (laughs) event turned up the information that the beheading game was an actual thing. Yes, it was a trope, which shows you just how messed up medieval times were. After young Gawain parts the Green Knight's head from his body using Excalibur, kindly lent to him by King Arthur, The Green Knight gets up, picks up his head, and heads home. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't (laughs) He rides off, cackling and expecting Gawain next Christmas. Unfortunately for Gawain, the year passes incredibly quickly, and Gawain regretfully begins his quest with a protective girdle made by his witchy mother. During his quest, he is mugged by the medieval equivalent of murderous hoodies, helps a crazy ghost girl, is guided by a talking fox, meets some cool giants, stays with a swinging lord and lady who both want their way with him, and runs off in time to meet his fate. That's generally what happens. You see, I told you, there wouldn't be too many spoilers. Before I tell you what I thought, let me tell you a little about my past baggage of Arthurian lore. You see, I'm a King Arthur nut. I have a peculiarly weird obsession with the Arthurian myth since childhood, It might have started with a general interest in medieval knights, a very popular subject on television, and in books and film, but it really exploded when John Bournemouth's Excalibur was released in 1981. I love that film so much that it is one of my ten best films of all time. In Excalibur, I was particularly drawn by Nicole Williamson's Merlin. I really can't believe to this day that he did not win an Oscar for the pivotal role, or that the film received mixed reviews on its release, which in retrospect seems strange. I remember at the time even the newspapers seemed to like it, That was, though, before the internet, so I probably don't have a full picture of its critical reception. My obsession with King Arthur only grew over the years, and I absorbed many interpretations of the myths and stories in all forms of media, including the many films... The Romantic Poetry and Imperial Propaganda of Alfred Tennyson. The TV show Merlin and the Crystal Cave from 1991. The Marvel comic book series Knights of Pendragon from 1990. The David Gemmell fantasy novels Ghost King and Last Sword of Power. I could go on like this all night. There is just so much Arthurian lore in Western culture and pop culture. What I'm saying is that I have a slightly greater than average interest and knowledge of Arthurian lore. However, it is not an extensive knowledge, and I have admittedly massive shortcomings in that I have not as yet gone back to medieval sources like The Matter of Britain, or the French sources, or the even earlier Welsh Historia Britannum by Nennius. And those are but a few of very many literary sources that I haven't yet perused. Far more relevant to this review is that I have not read the anonymous 14th century poem, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, or any of its many translations, including one by our old friend J.R.R. Tolkien. I have, though I don't think this entirely counts, seen the Sean Connery film, Sword of the Valiant, colon, The Legend of Sir Gawain, Colon. That must have been an early use of the colon in a film title. I only remember that film as The Green Knight. I'm sure it was released under that alternative title. Or maybe that's just my imagination. This was an apparently terrible movie, though I did not think so at the time. Possibly because I was so young I have also seen numerous other screen adaptations and documentaries of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. The popular Arthurian side quest. But like I said, I'm not a medieval scholar or a scholar of Old or Middle English, or even English literature, although that is something I wanted to study at one stage. Now that you know some of my background in Arthurian lore, and you know that I'm a fan of the stories, what did I think of Dev Patel's The Green Knight? First of all, and I don't think this is the film's fault, is that it ranges from unintentional comedy to deep-thinking arthouse cinema. Let me explain that. There's the Monty Python and the Holy Grail type clip-clopping scene towards the beginning of the film. As our hero, Gawain begins his quest with a fake-looking background. There's also those revolting little juvenile delinquents who come off as a bit silly. Then there is also the beheading game. An actual medieval trope, which nonetheless increases the Python quotient. Unfortunately, that is what all Arthurian films, for better or worse, are now saddled with. Making your film credible in the face of such effective parody is difficult, although not impossible, particularly if you set it in a different time period. As in Roman or early post Roman Britain. Like I said, it's not really the film's fault, it's probably the fault of the success of Monty Python. Let's move on to the next thing then. I feel that the film made me think of the bawdy, bare chested carousing of Timothy Chalamet's Henry in Eastcheap in The King from 2019, that we've also talked about before the king takes up his duties and responsibilities thrust upon him by noblesse obligée. This seems very similar to the character development of Gawain in The Green Knight. The ghost light and epic landscapes are very reminiscent of a film called Black Angel, which was a short about a knight returning from the Crusades, which was shown together with The Empire Strikes Back. I remember seeing that at the cinema, and I have talked about this also in the podcast. There is the coldness of The Name of the Rose. It always seemed cold and grey and stony and icy in that movie. There is the choral grandeur and mysticism of Excalibur, of course, and the gothic strangeness of Macbeth's many adaptations. That's what this film reminded me of, but it's really none of those things. It is its own thing. Let's talk about the filming for a moment. And the film is dark. It is quite literally so dark that I could barely make anything out like the infamous Game of Thrones battle scene. That, I feel, is to its detriment. It is simply just too dark. You need to see what's going on in a film. It is a film after all, and we look at films with our eyes... That darkness together with the slow pacing and the eerie choir, added to which I have been slightly ill lately and fatigued, and I also watched a very poor quality copy. Those things endowed the film with a perhaps not entirely intentional dreamlike quality. Despite the arthouse feel, my take is that the Green Knight does not stray from the very conventional view of the story, that it is a blatant allegory that pits the Christian knight Gawain up against the Green Knight's embodiment of the pre-Christian green man of folklore, in a contest that will test Gawain's virtue. It does somewhat bend the myth, pointing out the hypocrisy of chivalry, particularly in the relationship between Gawain and his girlfriend, and also Gawain's rashness, and also Gawain's occasional cowardice. There is also the devious machinations of court, which, again, are not entirely chivalric, ...or honourable. And the Green Knight also clearly incorporates the horror of Sophocles' Oedipus the King. Despite all that, I still think it is essentially the same Gawain myth... ...with a slightly different spin. And that is acceptable, as Arthurian myth is a many-threaded tangle... Or a many-headed Hydra. (laughs) On the subject of race, because I'm sure that this has been a topic of contention. Though I did have a look on Reddit earlier today, and it isn't as much a source of contention as I thought. Maybe we're all changing for the better, who knows. But yeah, on the subject of race, I am glad of Dev Patel's casting. I am a brown British Asian as well, so of course I am. I think Dev Patel does a good job, though I hope he does not end up being the Sydney Poitier of British Asian actors. By that I mean, I know that he is a celebrity face, and he was in the personal history of David Copperfield. He is taking roles that were once thought of as traditionally white. He is a handsome and talented actor, but there are other actors of colour in the UK. Hello casting directors, I'm looking at you. Finally, is it any good? (laughs) Okay, I've tried to make this as brief as I can, and here is what I thought. The darkness of actual film made it difficult to see what was going on. I thought the film was a little too slow. On the other hand, it is filmic ambience on a grand scale. I don't think it's traditional sword and sorcery or epic fantasy, but it does give you the feeling of being in a fantastic strange world that is large enough to contain many unsolvable mysteries. On a personal note, and because if you listen to this podcast, you'll know how much I like Giants, I enjoyed the scene with the Giants. That was fairly damn awesome. And that is my brief-ish review of The Green Knight. Directed by David Lowry and starring the great Dev Patel. Oh, and because I referenced the film cast as probably the main reason that I am recording this so early and attempting to pip them to the post. If you guys are listening and you could bear having me on as a guest, I'm here. I'm checking my inbox daily. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, that is it. The next thing you hear from me may well be Doctor Who. If I do have some extra time in the week, I will do the usual geekly weekly ramble. If not, it will be Doctor Who, and then that ramble will be next Monday. But who knows? I do have a very busy week, though, so we'll have to see what happens. Ah, doing this rush job was a bit of a squeeze this week. Ah, and now I've got to edit the thing and upload it as well, and it is... Ah, look at the time. Okay, the show... That you've just listened to is made by me, Roy Matur. Matur is spelled M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at roymatur.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, recommend it to a friend or mortal enemy, or click on the contact or support link on the website. You were listening to Crash, the ridiculously named UK podcast. Ah, I don't think I have the strength to say what that's style Let's do it anyway. Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, the UK podcast for the Culture Geek, Technology Nerd and Creative Wizard. I've really got to change the name of this podcast. This was episode 399, recorded on Monday, the 9th of August, 2021. And the time at the end of the show is 01.18.30. Thanks for listening, everyone, and bye-bye for now. Bye!